0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Till It Tea Time. I'm Alyssa, and today I have Gary Ashby joining us. Grab yourself some tea, sit back, and enjoy the podcast. Hi, Gary, and welcome to Till It Tea Time. So tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, my name is Gary Ashby. Uh, I reside in Savannah, Georgia. I'm a freelance creative as well as a full-time manager in the retail space and now really enjoying a growth opportunity there as well as continuing to lead in the organization as well as developing some concepts on the side as well.
0: So what would you consider to be some of your gifts and talents um, that the Lord has given you?
1: Well, for me, personally, a lot of the gifts and talents I've been given are kind of multifaceted, which made it kind of complicated going through the journey of discovering the gifts and talents. Uh, For me, though, there has been a kind of a twofold where there's been the management and operations side and organizational leadership. And then on what you would, I guess you could call the creative side with branding, advertising, creative marketing, copywriting, um, business design, as well as business model design, both. And now bringing those both now together in a sense of a creative leader as well. So it's been very interesting. It's a little more difficult when you have a kind of a multifaceted skill set you're given. But it's been a great journey, and I look forward to what will happen in the future with it.
0: So as far as like in your current job, um, how would you uh, use those gifts and talents? Just kind of go in a little bit of detail into that.
1: Well, my current role, uh, some would probably see it as a not non-creative role. Um, but one thing I have found is that there is no such thing. Uh, creativity is everywhere. It's just a matter of how you unlock it. And for some people, it'll be different. And the role that I'm in in retail management, I'm in a store management position for a retailer. So I deal with a lot of the everyday management operations, you know, all the stuff that you wouldn't find necessary to be creative, such as payroll, um, various different customer service things. But for me, my creativity has come in how you are able to handle these situations, how you relate to the customer, ways we can reach out to the customer and to the community with our company, but also creativity and how you teach people and how you manage conflict. I mean, it sounds kind of crazy, but, you know, there's more than one way to handle conflict and being able to take that creativity and that creative experience and say, okay, you know, we can do it like this, but maybe we need to try it like this. Maybe here's a new approach or a different way for, you know, increasing the revenue for our store. You know, what, what are things that we can do I mean, new sense in an innovative way that will help increase revenue, help the company, help brand awareness, but also really help develop the people who are at the store to become leaders themselves.
0: So as far as like, advice for other Christian creatives, maybe someone in a similar position as you, maybe in an environment that isn't per se creative, but where you can have opportunities to use your creativity for Christ, what would your advice be to um, people in that industry?
1: I think a couple different things. Uh, first off is be open. Um, again, if you would have told me, you know, being a creative, that I would be in retail store management, I would have probably laughed you off the earth. Um, but now being in it and seeing it, you know, I see, wow, this actually kind of works together. Is it necessarily creative in the sense of, you know, marketing design or copywriting or branding or what we call a, quote, creative field? No, but there's an opportunity to really take and have a different form of creativity. And so for a Christian, you know, again, be open, you know, don't, don't think that you're in a position that God can't build your creativity or use your creativity or maybe show you your creativity. I'm one of the biggest, I think, misconceptions and I think blatant lies is, you know, well, only certain people are creative. You know, there's only certain types of creative individuals or creative fields. And I mean, if I can say it like this, I think that's a load of crock. Um, I think it's something that people have bought into. But now, seeing it for myself and having experienced it, you know, everybody is creative. No matter who you are, your creativity may not be as strong as somebody else. It may not look like somebody else's, but it doesn't mean you're not creative. I mean, as a Christian, you know, you look in the Bible, what was the first recorded act of God? Before he did anything else, it states it, you know, blatantly. In the beginning, God created. I mean, you can't argue with that. I mean, it doesn't use any other word. It's God created. And I think there's a lot of significance to that for a Christian because we have a direct line to God through our faith. And the same God that created the universe and all these things we're just discovering is the one who lives in us through the Holy Spirit. And to me, I think that's a competitive advantage, you know, hands down. So I think for, you know, Christians, you know, be open. But also, you know, another one I would say, especially from my own experience, is be careful. Um, the enemy is very, very good at speaking through people you know um, by using them to distract you, to discourage you. You know, that's one mistake I think, you know, looking in hindsight that I made is I listened to too many people. You know, I'm trying to get the approval and acceptance of other people. You know, honestly, don't waste your time. You know, worry about the acceptance of God and if people don't like it, well, you know, too bad. Because you're to align yourself with what God wants you to do as a creative, not what people want you to do as a creative, because people will talk you away from it, because they don't want you making them feel like they haven't really done much with their lives. Or they don't want to feel challenged or uncomfortable. So, you know, be very smart, you know, be open, but be careful of who you bring in to be in mentors, advisors. You know, I have advisors and mentors that I speak to, but there's a handful, literally less than five, who know everything they... It goes on at all times with me, and they're the only ones who I, whose advice I really listen to on a consistent basis. So, you know, be open, but be careful.
0: Oh, that's great advice. It's Some things that I haven't even thought about myself. What are some of the, like, ups of being a, a Christian creative?
1: Well, I think one of the greatest things, again, is playing off, you know, the whole reality that we have direct access to the ultimate creative. I mean, you know, God created everything. I mean, literally everything. And when you are able to take and draw from that source, you know, you are at a great competitive advantage. You know, there's been times where I've been not even just in my current role, but you know, in my past roles as a creative director and copywriter and an entrepreneur and doing different things, where I would be sitting there and just out of out of the quote blue and be like, wait, that is perfect. And I'm like, what in the world? Where did that come from? And I'm like, that came from nowhere. And it's just like, no. I was alert and attentive to what the Holy Spirit was saying. And so for being one of the ups of it is, you know, you have a direct line to the ultimate creative. But also, you know, we have the ability to be able to really address, I think, in my opinion, in a more effective fashion, the whole human condition as a creative. You know, there's so many different ways creatives use their talents, knowing automotive design, architecture, engineering, medical. I mean, legal, name it. But we can take it and use it. To not just address those things, but to take and address the topics of, you know, self worth, identity, spiritual gifts, you know, your calling, your gifting, dreams, all these things that I don't think many people really can do because they don't have that direct line of influence and that authority given to them as we're given as Christians by God, that authority to be able to speak in such a way that is, you know, very bold, very honest but also very powerful and very effective and quite frankly very creative because if you look at in scripture again you know God created but then you go and you look at all the other times there is creativity and you don't even think about it i mean look at the apostle paul that's one of the great ups I mean look at all the different things we can draw from you know paul was a tent maker he was a leather worker so he didn't have to take money from churches to do ministry ministry and missions so he created his own business and being an entrepreneur developing a business model you know, we have a whole direct line where we can go back and see, as a Christian, we have these same abilities these individuals had and even God himself had. So, having that is a great thing. And I think another up is, I don't know necessarily if it's just as a Christian, but as a creative, it's, it's fun. It's invigorating. It's inspiring. And when you are able to have those different tools all working together, I, I think you have, honestly, probably one of the most powerful influences and forces that somebody could have.
0: Yeah, that's a lot to think about. And as far as the ups, like that never even thought about the apostles and some of the uh, skills that they had and how, you know, using their creativity to further the kingdom of God. I'm I'm really glad that you pointed that out. That's something new I have learned. So now what would you consider some of the downs?
1: Well, you know, for as far as the downs go, I mean, it's not really any different in many ways than anybody else. I mean, we're not a different kind of people. You know, we're human just like everybody else. You know, you have doubts, you have anxiety, depression, comparison um, was a major one, I think. Um, but also, as a, a Christian, you know, you have the aspect of the enemy. You know, the enemy can take and use, you know, a failed project or a lost client or a lost pitch or a bad, may quote, bad design or ineffective campaign and say, see, told you. Yeah, you're creative, all right, but you're not really like N- nothing better than anybody else. But also, I think for some of the downs, again, is being very self-critical. You know, it's one thing to really push yourself to be better. It's something else to to be critical of yourself. Because when you're critical of yourself, it's not in a fashion of being conducive to your benefit and your development. When you're critical, you're tearing yourself down, you're demoting yourself. And so, especially for Christians, you know, because we have this other aspect, you know, the spiritual side, you know, the attacks are very different, I believe, but they're also very much the same. So I think, you know, a lot of the downs is really not much different than what anybody else would have. I think where we have an advantage is how we can react to those downs because we draw from not our own strength, you know, our own abilities, but what God's given us.
0: So as far as like being a Christian creative, what what do you see for yourself in the future?
1: Well, you know, right now um, I'm in a position where I'm growing and learning a lot in my current season. I greatly enjoyed the time I've been with the current company I'm with. Uh, There's been a lot that I've learned and I've continued to learn. I'm moving my way up gradually as well in that aspect and in the industry that I'm in. But as a creative, you know, I'm really beginning to want to align myself with taking and using the creative skills that I've been given with the management and the strategy abilities and the leadership skills I've developed, continue to develop and learn. And launching an organization in the future to help bring together the idea of taking design and creativity and the reality that everyone's given an imagination, it's just how you unleash it, and taking it and really helping reach and address Many of the socioeconomic issues, I think a lot of the spiritual issues many people face, you know, helping invest in the lives of, you know, kids and youth in a way that they can unlock their creativity and then take their own creativity and do the same with their own skills, their own desires, their own calling. So to where, again, you take and you develop the entire person. And by doing that, they do the same thing. You have an exponential effect. So for in the future, you know, I think really stepping into a more, I use the term a creative role in a sense of, you know, taking creativity. To areas that it's never been, or maybe it's never been given the opportunity to, to go, both you know, in a professional sense, but also in a global sense. You know, we're called to you know, be salt and light, to be a light to the world. You know, to go and be the same things Christ was. And I think creativity combined with the abilities to do that is something that will be able to really, I think, bring a lot of great positive influence to uh, a lot of the areas around us that we're in every day.
0: Wow, that's amazing! What uh goals for your future are, and I really look forward to seeing what will come of that. So last episode, I talked about stepping out of comfort zones, and I just kind of want to do a little follow-up question for you. Um, Have you ever stepped out of your comfort zone to follow God's calling in your life? And if so, what did that look like for you?
1: Well, for me, it's kind of interesting because uh, stepping out of my comfort zone, it wasn't really, had absolutely nothing to do with creativity, which was kind of funny. Because when I did it, I did it because I wanted to have something to do. When I moved to Savannah, about a, well, I moved, lived here about two years. So about November, December last year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go volunteer at the Children's Hospital in the Child Life Department. It has nothing to do with what we would call creativity or any of my, quote, experience. But little did I know what it was going to do is open me up to see how kids act. They get to see the, you know, walk right into the center of hurt. I mean, what the Children's Hospital you know, I stepped in as a volunteer where I'm still doing it today. And rather than seeing it as being a medical professional, which I'm not by any stretch of the imagination, but being able to take and see how creativity works with kids in very simple ways. You know, kids are not complicated. It's the adults that are complicated. Kids are very simple. Play with them. They're happy. Conversation over. Get on their level. They love you. Conversation over. Nothing else to it. Very simple in many ways, but also very complicated because it also opens up a lot of different things that I've experienced that I never would have that have now contributed to me wanting to take and launch several organizations in the future to help work with kids and their families and young adults about, you know, addressing a lot of the things they deal with and a lot of the struggles they deal with through creativity, imagination, and, you know, a lot of different things that don't even exist yet that we don't even know about and be able to take that and really build into these people as they get older, these individuals, and then through that, you know. Again, when I did it, I had no idea what I was doing. I can remember when I applied and I got accepted, I'm like, I am so wasting my time with this. I could be doing design work. What am I doing? I'm going to look at a kid laying in a hospital bed. What am I doing? Little did I know, God goes, you don't need to know what you are doing besides you're listening. So go in there and do what I ask you to. Stop looking at what you can get from it. You may get nothing from it, which is good. And I was like, okay, I'm going to listen and adjust my own attitude and go into it with a sense and a desire to learn and to grow, but also just simply be present. And so through stepping out of that comfort zone, you know, it really, it opened my eyes up to a lot of the potential of things, but also to just the simplicity of how much you can do with little to nothing.
0: A really neat story um, as far as stepping out of comfort zones and how the Lord can grow us through so many different situations, um, whether it's creativity or not. So what would you say is your favorite thing about where you are in life right now?
1: I think probably one of the greatest things for me is there has been a lot of um, spiritual growth. And I don't mean, you know, oh, look at me, I'm some kind of like spiritual superstar. Yeah, right. But really, in these past two years... And in the current season that I'm in, really seeing how all these experiences that I have had in my life and given the opportunity to experience are now coming together. And I never knew it going through it. You know, there's a lot of things where I was like, what in the world is going on? I think God fell asleep and put it on autopilot. I'm like, okay, man, hello, are you up there? And he's like, I'm well aware where I'm at there, son. You just need to understand where you're at right now. And no matter what, I'm in control. You're not. So stop trying to act the role that you're not cut for you're above your pay grade, as I always joke. But where I'm at now is seeing those management skills and seeing all the things that are coming together through the creativity, business plans, business concepts. I mean, the skills I've developed in management and operations are lending themselves greatly to where I'm heading to in the the future, but I would have never even seen it unless I actually stepped into it. And so now finally starting to really see the next season coming where the creativity is going to really, I think, explode. Is going to really come out Strong, But then be able to take that creativity, pair it even more greatly and effectively with the leadership and the management skills and the operation skills, understand, as they would say, both sides of the coin and really be able to, you know, whether contribute to an organization, um, be an entrepreneur, you know, be the president of a ministry, whatever it may be that comes, all those skills weren't a waste at all. It was just God. Prepping me and seasoning me and slowing me down so that the road would clear in front of me.
0: I love how in the moment when we're going through things, we're like, "What was this for? Why? Why did I go through this season?" And then sometimes you know the the fog clears and you see, "Oh, you know, that's why I learned this to help me prepare for something else in the future." So that's really cool that you are starting to see that, and it's really exciting. I'm really excited to see where the Lord's going to take you, whether it be ministry or you know, creating your own business. So, I, I just have a few more questions here for you. Have you read any books that you would suggest for other Christian creatives to read?
1: There have been a couple. One of them was called To Create by Jordan Rainer, which is kind of funny because you made a reference to it in your last episode. Uh, but very, very good book. Uh, an amazing book. Very simple, but very deep. So, that would be a great book to get. Um, Create Versus Copy by Ken Witzma is amazing. I think I probably highlighted more of that book than anybody else, because it was just a constant. There's insights galore into really, you know, how theology and creativity go hand in hand. I'm um, an amazing, amazing book. You know, there's a couple others I, that I haven't read yet, but I have them, you know, literally sitting over here waiting in the line here to get read. Um, one is Creative Potential, Principles for Unleashing Your God-Given Calling by Luke McElroy. Very good book so far, what I've seen and read of it. Um, but there's also another one. Um, it's not by a Christian author, but I've heard nothing but good things. And it's called Creativity Incorporated. Um, a great book um, by the man who was involved with Pixar and still is. Uh, so I've got both those books kind of on standby. All of those books are good. But really, you know, the thing I found with reading books is there's not really always a, quote, good book for creative. You know, I always try to read. A vast wide range of different things. You know, I read everything from creativity to design to missions to business to leadership to financial strategy to, bi- I mean, a wide range of things. Because as I read these books, what I've learned from those other readings comes in and ties in effectively. But I would say those four books uh, called to create creative potential, creativity incorporated, and create versus copy are probably four of the need to purchase for anybody really wanting to dig in deeper.
0: Thank you for those recommendations. And I will have a link for anyone who's listening to find those books in the description of the podcast. And I have just one more lighter question. Do you prefer coffee or tea? Because this is till at tea time. (laughs) So I won't penalize if you say coffee. Tea. (laughs) so you prefer tea that's that's good because i'm actually sitting here drinking tea
1: (laughs) oh yeah yeah I, i i i can't stand coffee i call it dirty water it's just no no i'm like i'll take tea any day of the week
0: oh that's great to hear well gary thank you so much for joining me today and um for anyone who's interested in learning more about gary and some of the books he recommends i'll have. More in the description of the podcast. Thank you again, Gary, for joining me today.
1: It was my pleasure. Thank you.
0: Thank you again to Gary for being on Till It Tea Time. If you'd like to know more about Gary and some of the books he recommends, I will put those links in the description of the podcast for you. To get other updates about the podcast, you can go to my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash author Alyssa Tillett. Next week, we have a very special guest, J.M. Hackman, who is a Christian young adult fiction writer. I look forward to hearing more about her and her books. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, go to my website, AlyssaTillett.com, which is A-L-Y- s-s-a-t-i-l-l-e-t-t dot com. Find the little tab that says Till It Tea Time Podcast, and you can fill out a little form that will let me know a little bit more about you and why you'd want to be on the show. I just want to give a big shout out to all of the listeners out there. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed the three podcasts so far, and I look forward to making more for you guys. Thank you for listening. This is Alyssa with Till It Tea Time.